0: I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts, and your host for today. Joining me by phone is Connor McGiffin, a native Delawarean, graduate of Dover High School, and now on the national tour of Finding Neverland, which will be coming to the the Playhouse on Rodney Square uh, from February 7th through February 10th. Connor, welcome.
1: Happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks so much for for doing this. I know that you are currently, as we speak, on a nine-hour bus ride going from where to where.
1: Uh, Well, we just performed in uh, College Station, the town where Penn State is based, uh, and we are on our way to Huntsville, Alabama. So from Pennsylvania to the northern tip of Alabama,
0: All in one trip. We'll get into the details of of bus and truck tours a little later in the interview, but I thought we'd start with a little bit about your background. Uh, I mentioned you're a native Delawarean. How did you get started in theater?
1: Well, um, it all started because my parents were looking for an after-school program that both my sister and I could do. Uh, They wanted us both out of the house at the same time and at the same place so that we'd be easier to come collect when uh, we were done. So um, it was, you know, it was soccer at first or um, gymnastics uh, and taekwondo. And then um, I ended up staying with taekwondo, but then uh, Bridget got into theater. And uh, I went for my first audition, uh, and it was for – Oh, gosh, I can't even remember what it was for. But uh, we all had to, we all had to stay on the stage. We all had to stand on the stage and then do some sort of uh, just one line. And it was an audition where we're all in the room of the theater at uh, Wesley College. And we all have to, we're all in one line on the stage while our parents are all looking at us (laughs) because they were all there just for the first, just for auditions. And we had to say this line and I just, shook through the whole thing. It was so terrible. <laughs>
0: How old were you um, at the time?
1: I was seven years old.
0: And was this children's theater of, of Delaware?
1: Yes it was. Yeah. Um and uh so then after that experience my mom said, Listen, if you don't really if you really don't like it, we're gonna go one more time and if you just if you just can't stand it, you don't have to do it anymore. Uh and so the next audition was for Babes in Toyland. Um I went up, and I think it was—I think it was just sing the uh, the the uh, main songs from Babes in Toyland, uh, and I uh, ended up booking the gig. I got the middle toy soldier part, and I was only on for like the second act, and it was so much fun to be at rehearsals and to like get to know all these new kids and to have act- people like clap at you. I thought that was a completely surreal experience. Um, and I thought, yeah, I could do this forever. So is, uh,
0: so, so would so, you say is, is, that when the bug bit, so to speak? That's
1: when, that's when it bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I then did a couple more shows for them. My last show was, uh, Oliver Twist. Um, and I got to play, uh, uh the policeman and these were like, um, different versions of shows we know. So instead of Oliver, it was like the musical adventures of Oliver Twist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, my last show there, um, my job was to shoot Bill Sykes in the back. And um, the day prior, uh, I was playing around with the gun. And uh, a friend of mine wanted to also play with the gun, but I said, no, you can't touch it. It's not your prop." <laughs> and then we fiddled with it and that it flew out of our hands and landed on the ground. Uh, with a hard thud and uh, broke. Oh, geez. So Then our director had to go out and try to fix it. And we it, it worked one shot. We, <laughs> we got to shoot once. and It was, that was great. It'll work on stage. And so it gets to the climax of the moment. Bill Sykes is running away. And I say, freeze. And I shoot and nothing comes out. <laughs> and then I pull the trigger again and no sound happens at all. And then... Both Bill Sykes and I just shoot, bang, and <laughs> <laughs> fall to the ground, uh, and that was my uh, departure performance from the Children's <laughs> Theater of Delaware.
0: Now, now, did you do theater uh, in high school, at Dover High School?
1: Yes, I, um, I ended up doing theater basically since eight, and at the high school level, uh, I actually joined, I actually did this, my first show when I was in eighth grade, because my, Dance teacher at the time was helping doing the choreography of the High School Musical, uh, and then I and I ended up um, taking a bigger taking a bigger role on in that musical. So then from uh, from freshman from eighth grade on through senior year, I was involved in the musicals of Dover High School, and um, so it was uh, we did Fame and then uh, we did. Oh, gosh, what was it? I believe The Wiz was next. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also did plays in the fall. Um, and then Little Shop and uh, This American Son. And um, I think junior year. Uh, junior year, I don't think I... I'm not sure if I if I did it. I can't seem to remember it. But my senior year, I remember we did Little Abner. <laughs> um <laughs> which was just a really weird show to do for high schoolers. Um, and at the same time, I was uh, going down to um, Rehoboth Beach for uh, Clear Space.
0: Okay. And mm-hmm. Clear
1: Space Productions mm-hmm. doing um, shows down there. Okay. And then also taking lessons up at the Delaware Theater Company.
0: Now, Now, when did you decide that you wanted to major in musical theater, and what was your parents' reaction to that?
1: Well, I thought about it in, um, I thought, I, I knew I wanted to do it since I got into high school. I thought it would be, I thought it would be, uh, it's just just like, yeah, absolutely. I've been doing it since I was eight years old. I, I really want to keep it going. And my parents were very supportive, but also very uh, strong with me that I had to, start taking everything a lot seriously a lot more seriously so I started doing getting voice lessons when I was 14 Um, and uh, I started upping my dance uh, my dance uh, classes at night Uh, and then I started taking acting classes up at Wilmington and then going to audition for shows in Rehoboth because I needed more experience and Mm -hmm. uh, my my parents were both uh, were both musicians and they knew that without that kind of without that kind of experience i would and without the benefit of going to performing arts high school uh, i would um, I would not have uh, fared very well when I came to audition season mm-hmm. and I ended up actually getting into this um, Broadway theater camp down in Florida my uh, the summer of my junior year of high school, and we were um it was an amazing intensive uh, 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 three weeks where it was classes and then we all started learning a show and then we would all break off into our little uh, groups and uh, get uh, choreo choreography or um, putting numbers together or do like uh, little productions like I was uh, I was a part of a Julius Caesar um, scene where I played Caesar and all these women were the uh, uh, senators who came and stabbed me with lipstick, and I was wearing an all-white, um, an all-white ensemble, so the, the lipstick was smeared all over the shirt, and it was just so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, my mom came down, and there was a... Um, uh, on the last week, all the parents could go to symposiums with all the teachers, and one of them was a college symposium. Like, being able to... Uh, finding out what college is right for you and how to get in there and what the uh, uh, um, what the uh, aid process is like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the first question asked was, what are the best schools to go to? And he said, first of all, you can go to any school and get a great education. It doesn't matter what, uh, what area you're from and what school is in the range that you can get to. You can get a quality education wherever you want if you have the drive. Mm-hmm. But for my money, these uh, three schools, I have seen a lot slide through the, uh, on the other side of the table, on the resumes, and it's um, Cincinnati Conservatory of Music, Carnegie Mellon, and the University of Michigan. And I didn't know about the University of Michigan before that. I thought it was just a football school. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> I did my research, and I find this huge alumni association and you know, vast amount of alumni working in California and in New York, uh, and then I apply, I get into the school academically, uh, I'm able to audition, and I get there, and it's just the most, like, we, we walk into the theater and uh, all this, the, the the seniors who are there to greet us are just, like, so, they have this aura around them, and then our dean, the dean of, the the chair of the musical theater department, Professor Wagner, comes in. And he just like, he just captures all of us in that, in that, in his speech, he talks to us about uh, the importance of being like, looking ahead when you're at Michigan, because if you look to the side, you're not going to see where you're going, mm-hmm. uh, the foundations of like, music theory, and um, the importance of the general academics that you'll have to be taking. And then the singular, I think the the, the performance classes, which are, I think, the very highest achievement that Michigan has as teaching. Mm -hmm. And of course, all of the dance classes that the dance that we have, uh, that they had to offer. And by the end of it, we all desperately wanted to get into the school. Mm -hmm.
0: That's great. I I want to pursue this um, further because it's really interesting to hear the kind of background that you get to do what you're doing now. But let me first remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest joining us by phone uh, while on a nine-hour bus ride is Connor McGiffin, a native Delawarean, graduate of Dover High School, and currently appearing as Charles Froman and Captain James Hook in the national tour of Finding Neverland, which is coming to the Playhouse on Rodney Square uh, February 7th through February 10th. Uh, Connor, uh, y- your education at the University of Michigan, uh, a strong uh, which, which you write has a great reputation, has a very strong uh, training component in theater. Could you speak to the business side of things as well? I once heard theater described as a piecemeal career where you're constantly cobbling together jobs and ideally the majority of those jobs are in theater. Uh, you've done that very successfully so far, being on three different national tours and doing some regional theater work as well. Could you speak to what you learned uh, through your education about the business of being an actor and, and what you've kind of learned since then?
1: Sure. Um, so uh, we were able to take a performing arts management class in uh um, in, uh, in college under our BFA, and with, through that class, I learned how actually incredibly, how incredibly difficult it is to not only pursue your um, career as an actor, but how hard the theaters have to work in order to keep themselves uh, afloat. And in our performance classes, where we learn how to uh, commute, how to basically act through the song and do scenes and put together and learn characters. Um, we would also uh, look up what the, what the shows of the, of the day were and uh, find repertory or um, music for us to sing and uh, correlate those to the shows that were actually happening in New York. So that when we got there, we wouldn't be showing up to a, um, a rock musical audition with some enchanted evening Mm -hmm. um and then in my our senior year we learned how to uh we learned how to fill out taxes as uh as performers which is a very singular thing um we sort of act as we learned that we act as independent contractors for you know most for a very large part of our careers um we're going to be doing if we stay in theater we'll be doing a lot of regional stuff uh, going around from different states, and sometimes, uh, depending on the sort of uh, form that you have to, that you fill out, you can take deductions, so mm-hmm. anything from a, anything from gas for the car or a, um, a meal, a business meal can be taken out. Um, it was, their job was to make sure that we had every single material in every, uh, every uh, possible appropriate monologue and, and uh, song and that our technique was finely tuned so that when we finally got to New York, we were already, we were ready to accept failure. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That we were ready to hit the ground and just go as for as long as we could uh, until something stood. They mm-hmm. always let us know that you're, there was never a guarantee. There's never been a a foolproof plan uh to make it as a uh, to make it as an actor but as long as you are ready for every scenario and have any song from any genre in your book you will be ready than most
0: and and now you are on a national tour of finding neverland let's take just a couple minutes to talk about what life on the road is like
1: sure oh man <laughs> well um on this particular contract you uh you've got two suitcases or in my case you have a suitcase duffel bag and a very overstuffed book bag um and you uh spend most of your time when if you're if you're traveling you'll spend most of your time on a big old coach bus and you'll drive uh, from city to city on a day like today uh, for example we don't have a show tonight so it's uh, just a full day of driving to our next hotel until our uh, until our bus driver is legally required to stop mm-hmm. um, and we'll be uh, the interesting thing about this contract is that we can choose we, we get a per diem as to uh, we get to we have a housing per diem of which we use to pay for our wherever hotels we're at and we can, Decide to stay at an Airbnb or stay with family in the area, and through my, I've done this for a couple of years, and I've actually been able to stay with family that I have never met before. Mm-hmm. That has been a that's been an absolutely beautiful experience. Um, I have some family in LA, for example, who are who are going to be a part in my heart forever because of uh, I spent three I spent a, a about three weeks in the Pantages. Um, with bullets over Broadway, and then with Gentleman's Guide, I was in uh, uh, a Thousand Oaks, and every time I can stay with with uh, my aunt Ellie, it's just oh my god, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's an absolute yeah. joy. But and, yeah, we're, and, and we're, I bet you've yeah.
0: seen your share of travel J's and WalMarts. Am I correct? Yeah.
1: <laughs> in fact, most of our lunch stops are because our bus is so big, we have to park in a Walmart. Right. So we will go then to. Uh, we will go then to pick up our groceries there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and sometimes you'll catch, if you ever, you know, catch um, uh, a big coach bus and then a line of people sitting on a curb and they all are talking very loudly, chances are they're actors.
0: Right. <laughs> so you travel. Now, I, I know uh, I have family members who have done tours. Uh, the the trucks that carry the scenery and costumes, they travel overnight.
1: Yes they do and you, fact, you
0: you sleep overnight but then travel during the day is that right yes.
1: so our crew has a sleeper bus right that they will after they break down the show, they put all of the uh, all of the stuff into one of four trucks um, costumes sets uh, lighting equipment and sound equipment and then the trucks the trucks will drive through the night to our next location, and our crew will be on a sleeper bus driving with the trucks so Depending on the schedule, they'll get to a theater in the very early mornings, four, five, six 5, 6 o'clock. And then they'll start getting the theater ready around that same time, 6, 7, or 8 o'clock. And they'll spend the whole day up until about 4.45 setting up the show, building the show inside that same theater. And then we'll show up at 5 o'clock and then have company meeting at around 530 and we're we're all saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I didn't get any sleep." <laughs> Meanwhile, the crew was working on literally two hours of sleep and gallons of coffee and nitro coffee. Right. And it's <laughs> we we learn very we very quickly when we're on the road to come compartmentalizing and keep our own uh, our own suffering away from the crew.
0: So, in the two minutes or so we have left, let's talk about finding Neverland and what our listeners here in the Wilmington area can expect when you arrive. I assume February sixth, maybe for a February seventh show.
1: Oh no, we'll be driving in on the. 7th. You'll be
0: driving in on the seventh. So, what mm-hmm. what can our listeners expect to to see at the play the uh, Playhouse on Rodney Square in find uh, with you in Finding Neverland?
1: Well, uh, it's a show about. J.M. Barrie discovering who Peter Pan is. Uh, You'll see uh, amazing sets and beautiful projections. You'll hear wonderful music uh, from Elliot Kennedy and Gary Barlow. You'll see the beautiful costumes and hilarious actors uh, putting on these British accents and trying their best to get through J.M. Barrie's play that they have no faith in. You'll see um, these Fantastic child actors who are um, who are just hilarious and emotional and wonderful uh, you'll see a story you 'll see a story about how um, people use art to get over grief um, and then you'll see me being a harried producer who's trying to get jM Barry to try to write his play and to stop messing around and then in the nightmare ver- in the nightmare vision that Barry has you'll also see me as Captain Hook. Uh, threatening him and being very malicious and viewing everybody as though they were cheesecake. So I'd say if you decide to spend your evening with us at Finding Neverland, it will, not be, uh, it will be an evening that you won't forget.
0: And again, that's February 7th through February 10th at the Playhouse on Rodney Square. Uh, for information on tickets, about tickets, you can uh, go to the Grand's uh, website at thegrandwilmington.org. To learn more about the production itself, Finding Neverland, you can go to findingneverlandthemusical.com to learn more about Connor. Connor McGiffin, thank you so much for joining us. I I know you you probably wanted to use some of this bus ride to to get some sleep and and thank your bus mates for uh, tolerating your talking on the bus. Really, really appreciate your sharing your experiences And we look forward to seeing you back home in Delaware uh, in Finding Neverland at the Playhouse.
1: (laughs) I'm very happy to be back. And thank you so much for having me today.
0: Thank you.